0: It is actually my fear of feelings, my fear of like having to feel uh, all this emotion that has been like laying dormant in in my unconscious or something. So we see fear as a teacher to help us uh, overcome life obstacles. Before that, I always, you know, having like this fear of, I mean, I don't want to, like it made me stuck.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Helene, and this is Coming From the Heart. And today we have Novi Behrens, who is the artist behind Bold by Behrens. She's an artist who chooses abstract impressionist as her style, and she uses acrylic on canvas as her medium. Her work is mostly inspired by her personal journey and the connection with her inner self. So I love that part about the inner self, and I am... Uh, should I say, we are more than honored to have Novi on our episode today. As Alexandra will get into in a moment, she has been a loyal listener, as we reference our Coming from the Heart family, since, I guess, day one. And she found us through our very good friend, Joseph. So we want to give a shout out to Joseph and say, thank you so much, Joseph, for sending her our way. And yeah, so I'm sure you have some thoughts, Alexandra?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, it's cool to have a listener now become a guest on the podcast. And if anyone... You know, wants to come on the podcast, just shoot us a DM. And yeah, it's just very cool to meet a listener and now, you know, have them on the show. And we appreciate Joseph connecting us. He was a guest actually in the very, very beginning. It was episode seven, and he describes his journey as a life coach and his journey to where he is now. So yeah, it's a great episode to feel motivated today. But, uh, before listening to that, definitely listen to this episode. Uh,
1: yeah, I love that. Yeah. And Joseph, Joseph's just our buddy. I do miss Joseph at the beach. I think I just miss the beach in general. I don't know how you're feeling, Alexandra, or actually, I probably do know how you're feeling. We feel trapped.
2: I was going to say, we feel, I feel so trapped. Yesterday was snowing. You didn't get that much snow. We were disappointed that you didn't see any snow, but then I was like, well, at least you don't have to shovel, but I am feeling so beyond trapped. And I, and I know everyone has felt this. I feel like it comes in waves of, you know, you get preoccupied with work or school or whatever you're doing with your everyday life. But then at some point, It's this urge. It's this like yearning to just pretend we live in a world that doesn't involve wearing masks and is COVID free. And I just been wanting to go to the city. Uh, We live in New Jersey, so the city is, you know, New York. And I just like been wanting to just feel free and just travel and not have to think about COVID restrictions. And then reality hits. And then, you know, I, and I feel very grateful You live in a house and, you know, I'm very uh, fortunate to have my family and things along those lines, but the escape or the dream of just wanting to have normalcy and it's been creeping up on me. And especially as the new year approaches, I'm like, So we're going to say happy new year in the same house that we've been living in all year round. I don't know. I'm just kind of tired at being at home, but um, at least I get to do this podcast with you.
1: Well, aren't you so sweet? Uh Um, Well, thank you, Alexandra. Yeah. This podcast definitely is our baby in different ways. I think that we both are so vested or invested in doing what we do for me. Everybody knows the journey out there. If you are, or have been a continued listener or a part of our family if you're a new listener. I mean, Alexandra was absolutely the inspiration for me to want to do a podcast going through vertigo and all the other things that I was going through and never feeling validated. And quite frankly, I still feel not validated in different things that I'm trying to figure out in my personal life with doctors. I mean, I had a situation, I guess it was about a week ago, I saw this doctor and I I really felt like the recording should have been happening behind me because this doctor that I was seeing, no names, of course, did not hear anything I had to say about what I wanted to tell her. And all she kept saying to me is, I'm not sure why you're here. And so I just was quite upset by that. And I said to myself, well, I can either sit here or, you know, get up and leave, which I wasn't about to because I drove two hours to get to this appointment. And she had to excuse herself for a moment. And when she came back, to attend to the conversation we were having, I looked right at her and I said, you need to listen to me and you need to validate what I'm saying. And honestly, I don't think at this point in my life, I mean, yeah, I, I can be bold, anybody who knows me. However, I don't feel like I would have exuded that confidence if I hadn't been doing this podcast of just wanting the world for everyone, not to feel alone, and honestly, just to feel goddamn validated. And she finally was getting what I said because I changed the energy and looked right in her eyes and said, you're not hearing me. So I have to say I was really proud of myself at that moment and I really accredit my strength to my coming from the heart family so you know i'm gonna start crying a little bit but thanks everybody for supporting me my family you i don't know i'm getting upset and yeah it was just a very emotional moment but such a validating moment and such a strong moment so i love this podcast i love coming from the heart and i love you alexandra
2: Oh thanks I love you too mom but I don't think it's something to be upset about I think it's something to be empowered by and I think well, that you Yeah I think you're empowering others to you know speak their truth and stand up for themselves um, I think that people doctor is such it's an accredited title you go through schooling and you know it's the doctor title or it could be the lawyer title it could be whatever uh you know it has a certain status but you know what on the flip side you're the patient and a lot of times doctors they're busy and especially with covid going on they have limited amount of times and You know, each healthcare professional, of course, is different, and we're not negating, you know, healthcare professionals and doctors and nurses because they are doing the work that's needed to be done in these times. However, it's important that a doctor always listens to the patient, and, you know, that's what she wasn't doing for you, and that's why you were so frustrated, and that's why that so many people are so frustrated it's a tiring process to figure out to go through especially if you're by yourself because it's like how many times can you reiterate your story and how many times can you tell the doctor you just want to everyone just wants to figure out if you're going through something why is it going on and sometimes the numbers just were not you know everything was fine and it's like it wasn't telling the whole story but that's what the doctor's job is supposed to do Mm -hmm. and with other things people aren't listening to you you should say like whatever situation you're going through you need to get the courage to just say listen to me I know how I feel because clearly you knew how you felt and she wasn't listening to you
1: Exactly. No, very well said, as I always say to you about what you state. But yeah, absolutely. And and then at that moment, as I refer to it as that aha moment, when I looked right at her, right in her face, right in her eyes, well, of course, from six feet away, as I was wearing my mask, and she was wearing her shield, and that also is an obstruction of really connecting when we have all that going on, but that's the world yeah. we're putting in. Yeah. I looked at her, and, and it was as if the energy shifted, because I wasn't going to take her crap. I stood in myself, spoke the truth of what I was feeling, and yeah, I mean, I definitely am that type of person, but I don't believe I would have done that if I hadn't If I hadn't had this podcast, if I hadn't spoken about so many things we talked about, I mean, of course, the the episode with Mari about going from doctor to doctor until you found that right doctor, we talked about that. We've talked about it so many times in so many different situations throughout so many of these episodes, but also what I really just want to reference is just the pre-conversation I was having, of course, with our guests coming on today. And how, you know, she will get into detail about different types of therapists, and I'm not throwing therapists under the bus, but again, having to find that right therapist is like shopping, you know, you go to one store, it's like dating, shopping, whatever you want to say, it's all the same, but you have to definitely find the place where you feel the most comfortable. So if you're going to this therapist and you don't really like what they have to say and you know they're not listening and it's going in the wrong direction, then you go somewhere else, you pick yourself up. As I say to you all the time about things, things are not free most of the time. And you know what, they're providing a service to you. You're not satisfied. It's going for a meal, although we don't really go out anymore in this crazy world. But remember back in the day when you would go to a restaurant and you weren't happy with the food you got, you could complain and get something else. (laughs) because you were not happy. But again, I just feel that you got to open your mouth, guys. You got to really open your mouth. And I know it's an easy thing to say, because you definitely need to have that courage. But once you got that courage, which I do, and I know you do, and I know my family does, and I'm hoping that we are inspiring people out there to have it, there's no stopping you.
2: Yeah, I love it. So you know what, this is a message for anyone out there, if they're a little scared to, you know, do something, whether it is going to a doctor, and they're not hearing you to whatever is going on in your life, have a little courage today. And, and that can mean whatever it means to you.
1: Yeah. And I really think you can reference it not to even just, of course, to a doctor or a therapist, it can be in a relationship, that you empower that power within yourself to move on and we've spoken about that in you know various episodes about you know validating yourself give a shit about yourself because at the end of the day that's all that really matters but that definitely takes some strength it definitely takes some support and i realize it just doesn't happen overnight but again back to this podcast god i love this podcast for just so many reasons it has been a cathartic way for me to heal it has been so much and more to you and i just feel like we are going global alexandra we are going global yeah we have have ella a shout out to ella i just definitely wanted to mention you ella we are super psyched she is just this little powerhouse in australia she is our new Aussie friend of course we have Vanessa we can't forget about you Vanessa but she is now our intern Ella and she is going to bring on some really cool amazing things like a great website and blogs and all this different things that we definitely need as we move on to other venues and other areas of this of this podcast that we want to expand upon and of course Monica you definitely are not second choice here to talk about you have been incredible with your IGTV you're the real I'm excited to see what's going to go on with TikTok and just know that we appreciate you we definitely appreciate everything that you both are doing and thank you
2: yeah so that is and so,
1: yeah and also Jessica I can't forget about you you're up and coming so we got to see what you're going to bring to the plate
2: and yeah. Alex, Alex, well, the, Alex, Alex, on, Alex. The, origi- <laughs> the original, the original team. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> he's just had enough of us. And Alex is in Germany, rolling. Yeah, his just rolling his eyes somewhere going oh my god here we go thank
2: alex today for listening cuz he has to edit this podcast from berlin yes. and it's a different time zone there and it's it's hard but we are global definitely but yeah i want to go back before we move on just a, a quick thing about courage um did you know that peloton my new favorite app and you know of course it's the bike they have a yoga series on courage Hmm. And it's like a five-part yoga series. And I'm always, you know, sticking with yoga with Adrienne because I love her. We love her. And, but I was like, I've been using this app a lot now to work out. I mean, what else is there to do? I think there's like two things to do in quarantine. I mean, I say quarantine because, I mean, I think everyone's lived their life a little bit differently this year with their own comfort zone. But I've mainly, you know, I see the sunlight and I go outside or I'm with you, or I'm with my family, but I've mainly, you know, kept my bubble very closed this year. Of course, connecting with people and friends online, or FaceTiming, or Zooming, or whatever, but been very careful this year. But anyway, what I was going to say with um, Peloton, I think there's two things that you can do during this time. You can either eat, or you can work out, Or you could hang with your dog. So I've been using the app and it was great. And she talked about, you know, with courage, what makes you courageous? And, you know, it's you can have uh, having courage is having the ability to fail or feeling like you give yourself permission to fail. And I think that I really like that a lot because I think it's something that I've been struggling with and I'm sure other people have giving yourself permission to just let things happen. And I think that it's something that can feel scary, but I also think that it's it's freeing in a way. What do you think? Yes, yes, and yes.
1: You know, I think of, when I think of Courage, you know what movie I'm thinking of? What? Oh, come on, oh, come on. Alexandra. Oh, we're always in sync. The Wizard
2: of Oz. I, that was not what I was thinking about, but that makes sense. <laughs> You know what I was was, thinking about? I was thinking about the movie The Holiday because they both have the courage to leave their house and yeah. Okay.
1: I I want to reference The Wizard of Oz, one of my most favorite classic, amazing Dorothy, the horse, the witch. I mean, I was scared of the witch when I was little. uh, Oh my god. And okay, which character was looking for courage? Wait. Okay.
2: The tin, wait. Do, is it the tin, wait. <laughs> was it was it the tin Man? No, it was the lion. Oh yeah, that's right. I haven't watched it in a while. I haven't watched it in a while. Oh, made- that's right, that's right, that's right. Wait. So wait. But then what about the scarecrow? Oh, he was the brain. That's right. Well, yes. Okay. And then and then the lion. I have, guys, I haven't been in school in like 5 okay, days. I've lost my mind. Bottom line. Go watch The Wizard of Oz. Oh it, man, I'm like it's it's one forty in the afternoon. and I just been laying in bed today. I got to go do something. Well, that's why
1: we are in so many different time zones between Alex, Monica, Ella. So what time is it? It's sometime somewhere. Or, the, or people used to say, of course, when I was in my what
2: time room. is it? It's five o'clock somewhere. Let's exactly. go. Exactly. Exactly. I think that, I forgot that. I think the best quarantine activities ranked are, well, I'm not a big drinker, but I definitely think that you can escape. So drinking and hanging out with your dog and eating and working out, that basically sums it up. I mean, what
1: else is there really to do? I'll tell you as we wrap up our intro now, what else can you do? online shopping
2: oh yeah, but, that, yeah that, that's, shopping. that's
1: a good yeah. one yeah because online shopping I was never an online shopper but oh, my son ridiculous. has now taken me to a different venue of shopping experience and it's quite fun oh my, my god, god it's, it's so, so addictive so that you don't have the crowds, you just navigate to do whatever you want. I often find sometimes you do better on online shopping, although, you know, I do go to some stores, I can't say I'm not out at all. And next week, Alexandra, the reason I did mention online shopping, we are finishing up, of course, our holiday of Hanukkah, which yeah. we're going to celebrate when you come down because we haven't done much celebrating of that with our potato lockers. but next week is Christmas.
2: Man. Time is rolling and soon enough will be the new year. That's crazy. I have a question though. So like when you shop in person or online, what gives you more of a thrill? Because I feel like when you go shopping, it doesn't matter how bad your day is. Like you just feel happy. Like I went shopping for you and I even got excited. Like I got a thrill, but then I also bought myself stuff.
1: Well, because you know why you got a thrill when you were buying something else? Because you were spreading the oxytocin.
2: Oh, yeah. Nice segue.
1: Nice segue. segue. You like that? Yeah. Because when you spread oxytocin, and that will be our segment, of course, on Saturdays, Monica's working up some good stuff for that to post and give to you for Instagram. Yeah, you feel good. And honestly, I have to tell you, I... I really think I feel more excited when I buy someone something than honestly for myself. It depends what it is. I mean, Um,
2: I think you're more of an altruistic person than I am because you're
1: more more selfish,
2: but um, Um,
1: yeah,
2: if I buy you something, I'm like, okay, you'll like this sweater. I'll like this sweater. Yes. Maybe we'll yes. do like a matching outfit and post it on Instagram. I'll just buy us both this sweater. But then I'm like, oh, maybe this looks like, I can go into a store and be like, that looks like you. Or when you go shopping for me, you are like, oh yeah, that looks like Alexandra.
1: Well, of course, I buy you buy when I buy something for you, I sometimes would buy for myself. But I think just in general, I, uh, the planning of buying someone something, my son's birthday is coming up soon. And I,
2: I'm at a loss, he's going to be 18, which is I I, I have the best birthday surprise. I won't tell you, but I have a great, I have a great gift for him, actually. Well,
1: great, because he's probably listening somewhere to this conversation, so don't oh, no,
2: I don't know if he actually
1: listens, does he? He listens, okay, so my point is is that we gotta figure out some great stuff because, yes, my child, my youngest child, is turning eighteen, and he definitely is a person that puts in so much effort and so much thought for everyone for birthdays and celebrations. He's just one of these incredible people that just bring it home for everybody so yeah we we definitely have some stuff in the makes that i think he's going to be quite excited about so i'll just leave it at that
2: my baby brother uh, i'm so old
1: yeah you are but if you're old i'm a dinosaur all right alexandra i think it is time to say bye-bye or hello or hello yes anything else to say before we move on and i can say my little piece
2: I think that's it with the oxytocin posts. Yeah, just keep a lookout for that. They'll be posted on Saturdays or Sundays regularly each weekend on Instagram, and it'll be a little insight into how to spread kindness, or how to take care of yourself, or health and wellness tips, or I don't know, something special for us. We always mention that you can follow us on Instagram at coming underscore from the heart podcast. And all of our social media stuff is linked in the episode description, but just wanted to point that out.
1: Yeah, thank you for doing so. And I'm excited for our website, which will be happening in the nearest months or so. I mean, I don't want to put too much pressure on Ella, but when we can get all that together. So that will be an incredible launch when we'll be definitely talking about that. So what I'm I so excited. Do, yeah, what, everyone, what I want everybody to do is, and you know what I'm about to say, Alexandra, I want everybody to sit back, relax, grab yourself something that makes you feel Comfortable, maybe a blanket, maybe, uh, I don't know, a special sweatshirt. Get yourself that glass of wine or that cup of tea or coffee, some cookies, and enjoy the conversation that we have today with Novi. Today we have Novi Behrens, who is the artist behind Bowl by Behrens. She was born in Indonesia and she graduated with a BA in social political sciences, majoring in international relations. After working for about a year at a foreign exchange trading company, Novi decided to pursue postgraduate diploma degree in hospitality at Gillian Institute of Higher Education in Switzerland. Her career in hospitality brought her to travel from Europe to Asia and finally to the U.S. In 2008, she moved to the U.S.A. and picked Charlottesville as her home. In the summer of 2017, Unfortunately, a traumatic event brought her into her painting. She joined workshops and classes in Charlottesville and joined other local artists. Art has been her therapy and her platform to cope with her trauma. Then Bowl by Barron's was birthed. As an artist, Novi chooses abstract impressionist as her style. She uses acrylic on canvas as her medium. She works mostly inspired by her personal journey and the connection with her inner self. The past couple years, Bowl by Barron's has had solo exhibitions at local libraries and cafes. One of the paintings is called Charlotte's Day, was exhibited along with other artwork in honor of celebrating Queen Charlotte's Day at the Bridge Progressive Art Initiative. So, hey there, Novi. How are you? What's going on? Love your, first of all, beautiful artwork that you have behind you. It's gorgeous. I mean, I was checking it out in our pre-chat, and I don't know what I like more. I'm thinking, I definitely want a few of your pieces for my house. Exactly oh. where Alexandra is sitting. I think the reds and, and the greens. What, what, what color spectrum do you like best?
0: Yeah, so when I was started painting, I actually, it was interesting. So the trauma is kind of like dark, but mm. my painting was mostly like bright, bold colors. That's why it's called Bold Liberians. Um, I oh. personally love red.
1: Oh, wow. Me too. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But right now, I think, um, you know, when I did my self work, the artwork is more like darker. So like dark blue, black, deep red. I do green, but like it's more like dark green and yellowish. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. Well, I just wanted to follow up with one little thing. Why why art? Why you know, we usually we start off talking to our guests a little bit about their journey. Why did you decide? Did you always have an art background? Did you you sort of gravitate to art?
0: No, not really. So prior to this traumatic uh, event, a dear friend of mine organized this workshop called the color purple. So she mm-hmm. gave it to me as like a birthday present. So I went there and I joined this class and we did a lot of stuff with the color purple. So one of the painting, it's actually this one.
1: Oh, yeah. oh cool. Very cool.
0: So it has like a, a blueberry. Sorry, blackberry. In this one there's like black mer- blackberries schmoosh in it. Mm. So it's created like a the original purple colors before I put, like, I cover it with acrylic. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then cool. when, when these traumatic things happen, I went to therapy, I went this, there, and then like, you know, I joined also a couple of, like, art workshop that was like held by this local artist, which is also my dear friend, uh, her name is Jurapan. And she introduced me to this painting uh, style called Suminagashi which is like a Japanese marbling technique. So then like I found that really like soothing and therapeutic for me. Mm. So then like when the therapist's homeworks (laughs) (laughs) didn't really help me. So I start like buying these canvases and then using these different colors Mm. to ease my mind or
2: like my stress. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's any escape to help you cope with something traumatic, I think. I just give you a lot of credit for being able to find something to help you go through what you went through. Do you want to describe what happened and kind of take us on that journey?
0: Yeah, so what happened was in summer uh, 2017, I was helping uh, the place that I used to work doing like a some kind of like beer dinner. And during that event, one of the kitchen staff, um, sexually assaulted me, and it gave me like PTSD. You know, before this thing happened to me, I always think that PTSD was like a soldier in like a war or something, you know. But then it's actually more than that. So because of this thing happened, and this guy was actually did it to me from behind, so I had this like hyper vigilance, and especially at work when I work at the grocery, people always like ask me like, hey can you grab me different like um, stuff? And while I'm like walking in the aisle and every time when I see people like right here, like behind me, like on the corner of my eyes, I always feel like, oh my God, you know, like I'm always thinking that I am ready to fight them. (laughs) And I am a very, like, I'm a very rigid person. And like, I mean, you know, I don't really like to, to explain or like talk about my personal life um, at work. So then like, you know, I went to the doctor and I say like, "This is not gonna work. Therapy doesn't work for me. Can you just give me a medication so I can work?" Okay, I don't. I don't want to call off work because the more I'm like, "Poor me, poor me," and not even working, the stress gonna be like, I don't know, like jack up like a thousand percent or something. Mm-hmm. So then my doctor worked with me and uh, prescribed me this medication so I can function and work and just get by with my day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's given
2: you the courage to share your story?
0: Because I don't want it to be like, for me, when people ask me like, oh, like they give me a hug or like, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, I don't want pity. And I also think as a woman, I don't want to be a victim, but I want to use that as a tool for me to grow and produce or create something good. That people can see you know so then like even with this like traumatic event I can produce something great right now I'm actually grateful if th- those traumatic even not happening I will not going to be I mean both my beard never going to be like turned into reality but from whatever that people think it was bad you know, I believe that, like, God give you, like, certain uh, tribulation, but then, like, it's not always bad, but there's always something that was, like, good come up to it.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I know both Alexandra and I are, like, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing that, I uh, how courageous you are to share your story, but you are also, to our listeners, of course, out there, for anyone going through a trauma of an experience such as this, of sexual assault, of course, there's groups and 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 blogs and all different types of things that people can be a part of. But, you know, I think that someone having to go through it themselves initially mm-hmm. is the hardest part. I mean, was it difficult to tell that first person in your life
0: what had happened to you? Yeah, because especially because, you know, in Asia, women doesn't really like talk like that. But I'm very grateful that I grew up in a family that, you know, my dad and my mom never really like tell me to shut up or like not expressing what I want and stuff like that so when it happened thought I, I remember the first I remember vividly the first thought that came into my mind was like it's not like why me but it's more like I can't believe this is happening to me so when I told my previous boss I say like hey so and so just did this to me and their response was just like oh that's not good but that's it there's no there's no follow-up to that that wow. that after that i have to went to the police station and the next day i have to stay there until like really really late to get the paper and then i have to go to the magistrate to get a protective order and because of this person has like multiple social security the magistrate can't really release like a protective order specifically for a specific name because he has a couple. It's like a long journey, but you know, at the end I'm again, I am grateful that, that I had this experience. So then like now I can, you know, I can tell other women that like, it's okay. You can speak up and who cares of what everybody else say, you know, what's matter is what, what you say.
2: yeah I think that's um I think it's a hard thing to go through and I think that you are like I said I think you're just courageous for wanting to share your story I think it's definitely hard with the era of the you know me too movement suddenly everyone just started you know coming out and sharing their story and wanting to scream from the rooftops that hey like you're not alone and I think that I commend you for just being so brave. Did you have anyone, like any support at that time to help you go through this?
0: Um, Actually, I went through all of those by myself. Mm. So I went to the uh, police station by myself. I went to the magistrate by myself. I went to the court by myself. Mm. And I just, you know, at that time, I don't really share that as much Uh, at that time. But I guess through the time, then I start like opening up more to people because I feel like I would like to actually experience it on my own and okay with my own before I start telling um, others. Mm -hmm. And those time period, 2017, 2018, it was like kind of like one unfortunate even after another. After that, you know, something happened in my personal life too. So then prior to that, and then like, uh, my mom passed away. So then I, I kind of like really depending on this, this drugs to actually build a wall for my emotion.
1: Mm. You know, to our listeners out there, uh, firstly, I just have to say, I'm not negating drugs. I'm not a person that would say, don't take a drug if you feel that your you know, doctor or your physician needs you to be on something. But what I'm also going to say, and I think Alexandra knows what I'm going to say, is that we are Western culture, a pill popping, we're just pill popping. You know, you don't feel good, you take a pill. My mother grew up in, you know, not grew up, was a wife and mother, 50s into the 60s, 70s. You know, you don't feel good. It was always a pill to make you feel better. I take a completely different approach to that, as Alexandra knows, Mm -hmm. and she does as well more holistic and so forth and so on. I think it's easy just to hand someone a pill or if a patient wants something, you know, then that's what's given. And I'm, again, I want to stress to our listeners out there, if you need to be taking medication, take your medication, okay? Don't say coming from the heart says, don't take medication. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying, make sure that you're getting the proper advice from many different sources, but also be your own advocate. You know, if you're not yeah. feeling well, yeah. in a situation, taking medicines. And I did share with you my very brief moments of being on something as well, an antidepressant <laughs> called Lexapro. And it just wasn't what I needed. I didn't need to be on that medication. So I do share the the fact that I know what it feels like. And it was a really bad feeling for me because clearly I didn't need to be on that. I needed to be in you know physical therapy and other things in my life. But if you'd like to share a little bit about what you were saying when you were on this particular medication, that would be great.
0: Yeah. So uh, this medication is actually give me like this barrier of emotion. So I just, I just, even Steven, like, I don't feel sad. I don't feel, I didn't feel, I can't really feel super sad. I can't really feel super happy. So everything was just like, even Steven, like, and it gets it got worse and worse after my mom passed away because i asked i called my doctor to have it adjust more of the dosage and then so i can so i can go home and then you know do what i need to do for a couple of days and then still be okay it was a sudden event and everyone was so didn't really quite expect that, that she would pass at that time with all the emotion that happening i didn't really cry that much and came back to Amer- america go back busy and stuff like that until then, like I got this panic attack or like anxiety attack that my body refused food and drink. And then I lay down in that ER.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. uh,
2: I think um, the mind body connection is just, it's crazy how you don't even realize it, that you can just build up so many emotions within your body until it just kind of, I can't take it anymore. Um, So, like, after going to the hospital, how did you navigate trying to figure things out, or did you not want to figure things out? Like, what were what was your emotional state?
0: So, crazy thing is, like, when I look back about it. So, after I went back to the hospital, instead of oh, I need to be maybe maybe the medication is my problem. So, no, I just told my doctor was like, hey. I think I need more dosage. So he was like, "Oh yeah." So then yeah, we <laughs> we have I I got more of the dosage mm. and then then until like June, it was like mid-June or something. Mid-June or at yeah, it's mid-June that I actually listened to one of Humble You Media uh podcasts mm. that it brought me to a realization that like, "Oh, you know, it is actually my fear of feelings, uh my fear of like having to feel, uh, all this emotion that has been like laying dormant in, in my unconscious or something. Mm. So then I decided to like, okay, so this is the time for me to win off medication. So, yeah. And I'm uh, very grateful too. Um, cause like, you know, uh, Joseph also helped me, uh, coach, coach me actually, uh, 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 through all the process. Cause sometimes it can be really hard, you know, and you just need to like, have someone to talk to that actually know uh, what they're doing. I'm not saying like you know. I'm not saying that other people don't know what they're doing, but from humble you media, I learned a lot. So much. I mean, a lot about youngin psychology, and one of one of the things that I actually think really happening to me is the problem of the modern man. Well, people, you know, like like um like your mom said um, you know, the, uh, everyone like lately in this uh, era. They're just like popping pills. People always want to to do something like instance, you know? So problem of the pharmaceuticals, they just like giving you all this medication uh, for a shortcut or like, um, I mean, like instant.
1: No, and I, yeah, Yeah. and I I want to just branch on that for a moment. Like too, it's, we are in this global, I mean, I, you know, I point to the Western culture with the pill popping, but we're in this instantaneous
2: society.
1: You know you, we want it right now and that really references of course the pandemic you know why is it taking so long to get a vaccine and why yes. is it happening and yeah. you know I, I scroll through my instagram and i want i you know everything is quick 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 i i don't want to wait oh i want to lose weight i want to lose it now take a pill yeah. you know so it's this this momentum but my my thought is what is it like in indonesia with medication if this situation had happened mm-hmm. in indonesia do you feel you would have gone on medication, or you would have not?
0: Um, I feel like if I'm in Indonesia, I probably not even be able to to to. Um, I mean, those the people that was like did uh, assault to me probably would never serve justice. I guess you know, okay. it's probably handled differently. You know? Okay, still
1: so the situation yeah. would have been. What about as far as? like a therapist or anyone giving you medication would you have taken
0: so so uh medication yes but the thing is i feel that like in indonesia i mean i'm not sure like you know how how accurate my information is because you know i spend right now i live in in america uh i mean i live abroad more than i live in indonesia for the past 10 years right so um but based on like my family, I just don't think that they uh, think it's okay to seek a therapist or something like that. I think they still have like the stigma that when you seek for that psychiatrist, that means you're you lose your mind, you know. But it's right. not always right. like that, you know. No,
1: no, no. I mean, yeah. exactly. That's why I just wanted to reference yeah. the out there yeah. about the culture about the culture card. You know, yeah. depending upon different countries have you know different cultures i work with so many as i mentioned people yeah. globally where exactly what you just said yeah. that they would not seek mental health but we now know thank god here that mental health is as important if you have a cold you want to go to the doctor to make sure you can get something to help you if you're having a problem mm-hmm. mentally you need to have support too it's become i wouldn't say it's become mainstream but i think it's definitely absolutely discuss more. I'm sure Alexandra probably yeah. would that too.
0: I think, I think right now in Indonesia, they probably started to, you know, realize that there is a bipolar. Yes, there is like okay. some stress, depression, but before that, I don't think, you know, I don't think they are really like, you know, every, every time when they say that, like, oh, I need to go to like a, uh, like a mental hospital or something like that. And then in their mind, it's just saying that like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to have a crazy daughter then, you know, yeah. but it's actually not like that. It's just like, you know, you understand that like your mind is not correct, that you need some help.
2: Yeah. I definitely think that there is a stigma of therapy. I think regardless of whether you're in America or global. And I think that a lot of times, sometimes people are afraid to go to therapy. They don't know what to expect, even though of course it's become more normalized. I think trying anything new sometimes can be scary. And, um, Mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's not it, I think it's also finding the right therapist you know finding the person that you feel comfortable to speak to how is your experience though with therapy
0: so in my experience I I actually didn't really didn't really think that like therapy worked for me you know especially because even when I changed the therapy I've retold the story over and over again. And then they're going to have like the same exact thing again and asking about like, Oh, what's your mother? What's your dad? And then, you know, like those kind of like family tree and everything. So to me, I feel like a life coach is actually work better because yes, it's more expensive. You know, it is more like luxury kind of thing, but they actually with you through your journey, not just be like Mm -hmm. giving you, okay, here's the book, you read this, or, like, okay, Mm -hmm. um, this is, like, too, like, you need to write it down, something, and then change it, like, so, instead of saying, I am, like, I'm sorry, I have to say, like, thank you, blah, 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 you know, so, something to change the stuff, that's, like, more, like, therapy, but, like, life coaching is, in my experience, it's more, like, hey, this is Mm -hmm. what I experienced, so, what do you think, and then, or, like, like a technique like breathing technique or like meditation or something you know like maybe use some like uh different kind of stretching or something yeah yeah
2: Yeah. i definitely think that it's probably it was hard for you or any other person that's gone through sexual assault or something traumatic to constantly have to repeat the same story over and over again and i think though that different depending upon what a person's goes through is the right route. And clearly life coaching was that, was that for you? Oh,
0: yeah. And, and then it's like, be, because of like, with that medication again, back to the medication. So I've never actually grieved for my mom. So mm-hmm. when I, wow. all of those things, and when I did my work on my self journey, that's what I always call. I actually went to the church that I used to go back in Charlottesville and then I was just having all of these women that was like in the church surrounding me, they like circle me and they were kind of like, you know, show that they care about me. And I'm like, really, <laughs> I think I'm really like, a, I'm not a person that, you know, I'm not a hugger even prior to this yeah. thing. Right. But then like when people kind of like surround me with that, you know, it's really hard for me to actually feel what is this feeling, you know? So then like, when all of them coming in and then they give me like you know hug and everything, it was just that at that moment that I just actually let go, yeah.
1: Uh, and I cry, uh, yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: you know, it's interesting about
1: how you're raised and the culture that you're raised in. You know, when you talked about just referencing the hugging aspect because I work with <laughs> Chinese students, because it's completely a different culture. Like I used to tease my Chinese students, they don't know how to give a hug because it's not. That's not what you they do. It, not yeah. you know, all Chinese yeah. people, but I'm just- i like,
0: hugger. Right, I, ben ben Huggers.
1: Huggers. Right. It, right. But specifically, like when you go through trauma, yeah. you may not want to be touched. You may not want people to be around you. It's yeah. like too much stimulation, you you know, and you seem like the type of person that you kind of just, my, myself and maybe even Alexandra, you kind of needed to just like figure shit out on your own. Like yeah, you kind of exactly. just to have- your, face and not have people in your face like everybody's personality is different and I'm also referencing the culture but I also want to go back for a moment to our buddy Joseph who we yeah I want to yeah I want to
2: talk about that
1: too yeah i want to go there for a moment because life coaching and I think for our listeners out there our listeners our family out there that is something that maybe some people don't know much about like life coaching it's not like you know people will say oh go to therapy and like alexandra and i will both say and she just mentioned finding the right therapist we've spoken about that with many people on different episodes we've had it's like finding the right doctor finding that right therapist that you trust that you connect to and i get it you know even in any situation you go to another therapist there you know for myself as well like i wanted to see another therapist oh my god you had to explain your story again and then you have to like you know relive that and i don't want to live that crap again you know i don't want to deal with that you know and i'm not it sounds like i'm throw i'm throwing therapy under the bus and i'm not because what i'm saying is finding that right person that right connection clearly joseph was that for you but tell us a little bit about I guess your experience is because you found the podcast and he obviously w- was a life coach. But explain explain a little bit about a life coach, What you, the knowledge that you have.
0: So I think the difference is like, so I did the breathing technique. And then during the breathing technique, it's actually open up, you know, like you you start feeling your body. Like after a couple of days, you start like when you're like holding your breath for a couple of like second or a minute you can hear your your um your heartbeat and you can actually when you walk outside you can feel that like wind breeze it's actually you can feel your hair was like you know got blown by the wind and everything and then like uh you don't have to actually tell what it is like what what is happening you know it's sort of like your your unconscious kind of help you uh show you those uh things that was like laying dormant in you in your uh in your memory or something like I had a dream about like you know the the childhood uh, uh things that that happened to me so it's actually layer and layer of like trauma not not just like that specific sexual assault but then when I did the work um it is more than that you know Wow. So um, yeah, yeah, so one of the uh, the breathing technique that he referred to me was the the Wim Hof breathing technique.
2: So okay. It's like a pre-guided breathing technique. Yeah,
1: yeah, wow! Yeah.
2: I think it's incredible what life coaching can do, or other therapies, um, you know, hypnotherapy. You know, the untraditional route of therapy because it allows your mind to almost like, it's like you take a back seat and your mind becomes present. Like, I think a lot of times our mind hides things as a defense mechanism, you know, to yourself. And if you're consciously thinking about, this is what happened, it's hard to actually detach. And it sounds like that through breathing techniques or finding a plan of like how to move forward, how to cope, it can allow... It allowed you and it can allow other people to move on and, and figure out a way of how to maybe then three, five years down the line, be able to feel comfortable to speak about the event without having such you know raw emotions attached to the scenario yeah yeah yeah
0: or like you know like you um basically there's also like some stuff that some workshop that was actually doing like the level of your emotional or like what level you are right now when i when the assault happened you know there's a moment when i it was like i'm on level one which is i'm telling myself oh i'm a victim and then i went to level two which is like oh no i'm gonna fight this i'm gonna fight this with my with my painting and then yeah. I think you can grow to like level three, level four, or five on like, you know, how you approach that and like you and I can come to like forgiveness and then mm. accept it, you know. So mm. that's like more like more like step by step like that, that you I didn't really see it happen to me when I was dealing with my therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I did not go to only one therapy. I went to three. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 So, yeah. I want to go back, though, to the moment in June when you listened to Joseph's podcast and it it sounded like a weight lifted off your chest. What in that moment just allowed you to feel free? So it wasn't really like uh,
0: something that I feel like free, but it's more Mm -hmm. like changed my perspective in the way I see fear. Mm -hmm. So it was um, the podcast was like uh, something it's say like individuation process and redefining fear. So basically he was given this like podcast about how, how we are supposed to see fear. So we see fear as a teacher to help us uh, overcome life obstacles. Before that, I always, you know, having like this fear of, I mean, I don't want to, like it made me stuck. Mm. And I'm afraid to like, to feel basically because mm. I have been building this thing for three years. So for three years, I didn't feel mm. anything. So then I think that like, you know, I'm ready. I think, I think I'm going to do this. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. It almost seems to like, you know, when Alexandra's referencing, when you had that moment to say, oh, wait a minute, maybe this is something that I need to explore. But what I was also going to mention too, is that when, of course, to our listeners out there in any situation, you know, you may be going through as well, hopefully not, is that you become desensitized due to the trauma the trauma made you completely desensitized it basically just shut everything down like all your emotions gone so now of course with the support of the life coach you're you're learning again to feel would you say that's something true
0: yeah so right now i i feel like after after we know off the medication so i started to you know open up and loosen up a little bit kind of like i right now i feel like my journey is not finished when I'm off medication. I feel like that journey just started. So, yeah.
1: And, you know, yeah. And I was also just like, let's, let's get back to this artwork now. Let's, let's kind of spin this in a positive way a little bit because the silver lining, I mean, you know, how you ever want to reference this, these, these pictures are beautiful. Now you, you mentioned your, you display, you do some art shows Want to talk a little bit about that.
0: Yes, yeah, so I did the uh, um, exhibition at the libraries, local libraries in Charlottesville. Uh, I did twice at the Northside Library and once at the Crozier Libraries. And also at like cafe or like small restaurant, uh, local okay. restaurant. Okay. Um, when I moved to Fairfax, I actually, you know, already arranged everything that I want to do this with the galleries over here. But, you know, with the pandemic and everything. So, yeah, so far in 2020, I only sold one oh my god well what about doing instagram
1: or selling your stuff on like yeah. doing instagram or or what's the other one in? Etsy? no um etsy etsy Etsy. etsy. Yeah,
0: etsy. so far etsy. I, yeah. I mean i don't really have my own website so so far i just did it on like instagram or right. i mean before i i never really active on instagram because i always have like this exhibition actually one of the uh painting that i was telling you uh towards the end the charlotte day So, uh, Charlottesville got their namesake from this Queen Charlotte. Right. Who apparently has an African uh, descent. Wow. So, yeah. So, there's this, like, um, foundation in Mm -hmm. Charlottesville, like Queen Charlotte something, I forgot the name. But they did this, yeah, they did this open exhibition. So, you submit your artwork.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was also even thinking, like, Depending upon of course you're in Virginia or other places, you know, in the country where someone may have gone through the trauma that you've gone through and now of course art is your is your venue that you're focusing on to, to heal. But also maybe you know, there's so many different things online. You could find like a women's support group or something like that, where I'm sure that they would want to exhibit your 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 artwork. The the movement of hashtag me too and so forth. <laughs> I definitely think that. Your artwork could definitely, you know, people listening to our podcast and so forth and so on might, you know, be attached to wanting to buy a piece or bring it to a different a different light where, you know, it could be used almost in a fundraising situation to raise money for this organizations of battered women and all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever thought about anything like that, but do you want to comment on that?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, when I was in Charlottesville, I actually volunteered for uh, SHE, which is um, Shelter for Help and Emergency. So that one is for like women that was like become the victim of domestic violence. And yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. yeah. So okay. I did volunteer for that, but I haven't really actually contacted them or the Women Initiative for more. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, you definitely should because it's, you got some <laughs> beautiful stuff. I'm going to definitely Thank purchase some of that.
2: Have you, have you ever heard of this um group? It's called Heartbreakers, like Heartbreak Anonymous. No, I haven't. Yeah, so I found it through listening from another podcast. It was founded by this woman. Her name's Naz Perez. She's a correspondent on e, you know, like entertainment um stuff. And one time she was talking to this woman randomly. She lives in the city. And uh, this woman, she was her neighbor. They didn't really talk much, but they came over. Uh, oh, she came over to her apartment and she just started like telling her about her breakup and this and that and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all that. And she, I think um, Naz went through a breakup too. And she realized that so many people need to feel connected and not alone. And and it's a support group for not just going through um, like a heartbreak, but also mm-hmm. like Any type of whatever a person's going through, a heartbreak. And I think, you know, what you said in the beginning, sharing your story and having the courage to tell other people and also feel like a community of support. And uh, Mm I don't know, we could, we'll put the link in our episode description for people to connect to. But I, and I think, I just think it's when going through anything, it's just so important to And it can be hard because, you know, not everyone has the support network to have people stand by them. But I think that our podcast and other podcasts are just a wonderful medium for people to just not feel alone and just happy when we connected with you through Instagram and, and, to make people feel less alone, you know, no one should go through anything alone. And again, we just thank you so much for your, for your story, for your, your courage and for sharing.
1: Yeah. And I just also wanted to mention too, in our pre-conversation, I was saying to Novi that we're thinking possibly as a future episode, to do something on sexual assault or sexual assault in on college campuses and so forth. So she's definitely going to come back Novi to visit us. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Yeah,
0: the time match.
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah, Yeah. we we love that. Because I feel like, you know, other podcasts have spoken, of course, on those topics, but I think it just needs to be a continuum of conversation. And it needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think that being I go to Rutgers, and I went to Penn State, and no Mm -hmm. college campus doesn't have sexual assault, unfortunately. And I think that there's definitely a stigma that it only happens to women. That because of someone's how someone's dressed, they were, you know, uh, asking for it. And I think that that's just absurd. And I think that we really appreciate your story and want to continue to share other people's stories to let everyone know that it's not okay and that they shouldn't they shouldn't feel alone. So. With that said, um, we're going to yeah. just wrap up with our final segment. Yeah. It's yes. called Heart to Heart. And we've talked a lot today about, you know, heavy stuff. And now maybe it can be something a little bit lighter and, yeah, and of off course. things with a good note. It's an introspective moment or a conversation that you've had with someone that's changed you in some way. know. Right hmm.
0: Isn't that podcast was
2: count or is it has to be like a <laughs> conversation? Yeah, it? it could be any conversation you've right. had with anyone, or it can maybe be, it, it's a feeling that, well, you kind of described today that feeling of within yourself that changed you.
0: Anything
2: that's positive. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, probably with one of my women at the church uh, that I went to, when she mentioned to me that, you know, like she care about me. And you
2: know that I'm not alone. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I know yeah. that you also have your dog Mochi. Is she a girl or a boy? She is she is she? she. It's a she. she. It's a she. Wait, she like does a my to dog want to make up an appearance? Yeah. Can you, get, <laughs> yeah, can you sure. get Mochi? I know she had
1: a little surgery, but can yeah, you? Yeah.
2: Hold on one second.
1: <laughs> okay. Mochi is she? So where did you get Mochi?
0: we rescue her
1: oh um, my goodness
0: put the food
1: down is she like a blend what
2: is her breed
0: she is a cockapoo cocker spaniel poodle oh
2: i love her coat <laughs> See, my dog is more concerned about eating right now than i just uh, wanted
1: them to say hi to each other well, anyway all i have to say is novi mochi must give you a lot of a lot of support he does a lot of love shake it
0: I mean yes, I think I
2: think you know. Um, oh, he don't. see he's oh, growling okay. at me.
1: Hold on. Hey. Oh my God! Hi, koopy Okay. Okay. Hello.
2: See, okay. he doesn't even <laughs> want to be with me. My own dog in quarantine. I have you know <laughs> talk about having no one. I lost my best friend. But,
0: um, Hi,
2: Coopy.
0: actually very attached to me. Oh, he's eating a cookie now. We have a we have a, um what do you call it like separation anxiety?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, my dog does too. for my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he just spit on me. Oh my you gotta god. Gotta love him. All right. Anyway. Let's wrap up here. So Novi, will definitely want to display your artwork, um, and everything. Um, all the okay. places people one, can one find question. you and
0: one question buy for you all. Can what? I ask you all one question? Sure. One question. So you guys like cooking what's your favorite
2: holiday food
1: oh (laughs) go first alexandra
2: um okay so currently it's hanukkah and i love latkes i like you know they're like they they kind of like oh wait hold up and he novi
1: are you familiar with with potato latkes uh
2: yay Yeah, I love latkes. My grandma actually used to grate them all by hand, and that's like a lot of work. And then now I've taken over making latkes, and my mom's like, you better clean up the kitchen. It's going to be a mess. (laughs) But then she'll eat them. She'll eat them. I mean, are you a good cook? I'm.
1: Well, who? Me or Alexandra, or both? Because I now have so many crazy sensitivities and allergies. I'm gluten-free. I have to watch the different oils and different stuff. So I actually... I'm cooking more than I've ever cooked in my life, because I need to balance like my carbohydrates and my proteins. So I'm definitely cooking a lot more. I'm really good with chicken and potatoes um, and potato, although I'm not eating as many potatoes, but okay, okay. you know, different soups, I like to eat. Okay. What else? Um, Alexandra's a really good salad maker, but I was always a good baker. Baking with you, you always
2: say that, and then you haven't baked anything for me in years.
1: So why? Because now I can't eat it, so I'm not no, baking.
2: no, no. Okay, so she's ha- gotten me on the gluten free trend too because
1: yeah. she's well, like,
2: you'll feel yeah. better, and blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. now I'm dairy free, not free. Da- wait, hold up, I got it I can't, I've lost track of how many food allergies I've. Dairy-free, nut-free, gluten-free. Now yep. I'm going to try to be gluten-free. Well, then, you look good.
1: I think it's the gluten, the less gluten. I, I think it's
2: the, the gluten-free glow of not yeah. eating. Yeah, I have um, the yellow glow, yeah. Um, answer the question. So I think I'm a I'm like a good cook. I wouldn't say I'm great. Like sometimes I make things and I'm like, that didn't turn out the way it was supposed okay. to go. Well, you
1: know what? You know who's a really good cook in our house? As no,
2: My brother. I- my yeah. son,
1: my yeah. son is an, a phenomenal cook. And I think yeah. what it is that when they were little, both my kids, I was always have them in the kitchen, whatever mm-hmm. I was making. So he makes, he makes good everything. He's an amazing cook. Well, really his good eggs, eggs and omelets yeah, good. are so good. Now but let's,
2: answer the question though. What's your favorite food? Yeah. What's your favorite holiday food, mom? You didn't answer oh. the question. <laughs> um,
1: it used to be potato latkes, but now I'm going to have to bake them instead of fry them. Yeah, I, I definitely think Hanukkah ranks pretty high for the oh, type okay. of holiday food so I you, like.
2: You, you don't celebrate Christmas?
1: We don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Hanukkah. We're on our, what night is this now? Eighth? Uh, Eighth?
2: Tonight will be the seventh night. Seventh night. Oh, I okay. lost
1: track. Yeah. Okay. So what about you, Novi? What's your favorite holiday food?
0: Well, I mean, I i don't really like i mean my mom is christian but my dad is muslim so okay got it holiday food is kind of different but you know thanksgiving i like the the turkey but uh christmas we don't i mean i don't normally have like specific food
1: okay nothing what about something cultural though from growing up like i mean obviously something that we wouldn't see here western like what did you have on let's say christmas back in indonesia
0: um, so for, because, uh, in Indonesia is like a Muslim, like majority. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, sure. um, like Christmas time, we normally have like, you know, we have like rice or chicken and then like a lot of Christmas cookie, but the cookie. I was see,
1: yeah. The cookie. Let's yeah. talk about the cookie. Yeah. Are you, a,
0: <laughs> cause I can't even, it's so
1: sad. It's like eat a gluten-free cookie. Whoo, go. I mean, it's like, why bother? But, um, do you make cookies? Do you make any of the holiday stuff?
0: yeah i did actually nice yeah. nice nice snowman i bake Ooh. um i
1: bake cookie yesterday
0: as, uh, oh yeah nice, yeah. nice. I did, nice. Like, this, uh, french
1: butter cookies oh my god yeah 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 anyway what else so we i guess we could ask her where people could find her yeah we're,
2: or, yeah or, let's okay. wrap up with that where can people find you and again we want to help you sell your art so we want to make sure to you yeah. that. So yeah. so yeah.
0: So it's only um Instagram. Uh, bold by beerens. If you if any of you interested in one of the artwork, then just uh direct message me. Uh, okay. You can email me uh, novibeerens at gmail.com. Okay. All, cool. Um, all, all yeah. Very if, cool. But picture wise, all all is um uh, I
2: pretty much updated all my artwork at bolt by Vierns, Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. Very cool. Um, very good. good. All, okay.
2: Thank you so much again, Novi. You've been such a pleasure and we're so honored to have had you on. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and more please continue to subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate each and every one of you um, every week sticking with us, listening. And we're so excited to, you know, grow this community and our family because with every episode and especially this one, we never want people to feel alone. So with that being said, just know that you're not alone and uh, tell someone, call someone today, say hi, you know, do an act of kindness. And as my mom likes to say now, you know, spread the oxytocin. You right? took my words. You took yes. my words. Yes. I'm sorry. And we're going to yes. thank our partners. Our thank- yes. We're going to thank our partners. Go thank, ahead. You thank you to Out Apparel. They're an all-inclusive, gender-equal company. So you shop your style, not your gender, use code HEART podcast, that's H-E-A-R-T podcast when checking out, and 20% of your purchase goes to Immigration Equality, the leading LGBTQIA immigration rights reform an awesome cause to give back to, especially now with everything going on. And thank you to Greek Glasses. Use code ALBE40 for 40% off your purchase. They have such nice glasses. It's a great holiday gift, especially, you know, Christmas coming up, Hanukkah ending, all the holidays going on. Even in the winter, you still need a pair of glasses. So definitely check them out. They're really cute, uh, cute and affordable. So um, they're awesome.
1: Thank you Alexandra, thank you Novi. It has been an honor and a pleasure and we appreciate you so much coming on and sharing of course your story. So as Alexandra mentioned moments ago, I want everybody to spread the oxytocin and if you don't know what oxytocin it means, just a little bit of love or a lot of love, spread the love this holiday season. I sound like I'm a Hallmark card or something, but spread the <laughs> spread the oxytocin, do something nice for someone. And just because you want to do something nice, not because you feel like you have to, it definitely makes you feel better. It makes me feel better. Go to, go to Starbucks. Well, with a mask, that is. And, uh, or go through the drive-thru, buy someone a coffee and just be a great, wonderful person that everybody is. All right. So thanks so much, yeah. everybody. And XOXO Helene. <laughs>